What's going on, everybody? Episode 5 of I Still Like Wrestling Podcast with me, Anthony Domenico. We got a little WrestleMania fallout today. A lot to talk about with The Undertaker. Tonight's Raw going forward. I hope everybody enjoyed WrestleMania. I know me, me, me and my friends did. We dressed up as wrestlers, as we always do. I was Dusty Rhodes. My friend Nick was Kamala. My friend Jason was Kim Chi, Kamala's handler. And as always, we made a video, and we posted it on Facebook for you guys to see. If you want, I'll go ahead. I'll play that now for you. This way you can actually hear what we are, what we did. It's pretty funny, actually. Uh, so here is us last night kicking off WrestleMania 33, the only way me and my friends know how to do it. Day for WrestleMania 33, baby. I told Ric Flair, I said, Ric Flair, that gold around your waist will be mine. Now it is. We got a bigger challenge today, being WrestleMania 33, Daddy. Hard times to put on Dusty Rhodes. Hard times to put on Kim Lee. He brought me Kumala. Yeah, right. And we here today to take on those heroes, those wings, and them tater sound, Daddy. And maybe we don't look like the athlete today is supposed to look like. Our hands is a little bit big, our bellies is a little big, but Daddy, we are bad, and you know we bad. Nah, no. I still got a kick out of it. If you can go to my Facebook, you can see my friend Nick. With his Kamala getup on. It's pretty funny, actually. And Sal said, uh, you guys do, re- do it right for WrestleMania. We always do uh, do something. We cater for my brother's deli, which is Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Definitely go check that out. And WrestleMania, it is my favorite time of year. I really do like WrestleMania. Um, it's our Super Bowl. Everything starts over again for the year now, as I think, it, you know. It's interesting to see how the brand splits. They're going to do a redraft. Well, everything starts new. Tonight will be, you know, the first Raw after WrestleMania is always a big one. So we'll see exactly what happens with this. Um, the main, I guess the big story from last night's WrestleMania is the, the Undertaker retiring. It was Undertaker's last match. Um, I'll get into match by match a little later on, but just a comment on that match. I don't think the Undertaker looked too good in this match. Definitely, I think, you know, you could tell it was his last match and maybe he's got... Um, injuries or something, but he didn't. He did not look good in that match at all versus Roman Reigns. I like what they were doing with Roman, making him, you know, dominating the Undertaker. Undertaker did, you know, the right thing, and he he put uh, Roman over. The under, WWE's trying to make Roman the the top guy in the company. I think that definitely that match definitely helped cement that a little bit more. But it's now it's you know you think about it, Undertaker twenty seven years man. 27 years he's been in the WWE. He's been the constant. You know, you think of WWE, you think of you think of Undertaker more than you think of sometimes Hulk Hogan or Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock because the Undertaker's always been there. He's never left. As he got older, he wrestled less and less, and then it was just once a year. But he's always been that constant. You know, WrestleMania was coming. The Undertaker was the, the, the big match. Not to take anything away from the titles, but that was the big match. It was always, who's fighting Undertaker this year? Who's wrestling Undertaker? Uh, Sal says that he heard uh, he needs hip replacement surgery for Taker. Yeah, I, you know, you can definitely see he's, uh, was it 100%? <clears throat> and you wrestled 27 years in the WWE. He wrestled before in WCW. You know, you, you're not going to be in the best of shape, and, that, and that's understandable. But, uh, you know, I, 
just want to thank The Undertaker for 27 years of giving it everything he's got and uh, keeping WWE on the map when WCW was taken over. He didn't go to WCW. He stayed with WWE. Always the constant. And uh, it's going to be weird as next year's WrestleMania comes around not seeing The Undertaker at WrestleMania in a match. And that's To me, that's always the big match. You know, who's who's wrestling Undertaker? That's always the match that I think uh, people look forward to seeing even more so than the, the championships. Um, I'll give you my best match I thought of the night was Triple H, Seth Rollins. I thought that was the best match of the night. Uh, I thought it would be a good match going in, but they just delivered on all cylinders, I think, with that match. With Seth Rollins getting the win over Triple H. They told a great story. Seth Rollins overcoming the knee injury, beating Triple H. It was, uh, the fans got a kick of Stephanie going through the table. Triple H could still go, 47 years old. I I always like watching Triple H, and I think he gets a bad rap because he is married to the boss's daughter. And so I think, like, his his career has kind of got an asterisk on it. But I think he'd be uh, just as successful in WWE if he wasn't married to Stephanie because he was on his way before. The worst match of the night, uh, I think, was, for me, the one I thought was the worst match of the night, maybe because I was looking forward to it so much, was um, Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. I I thought that uh, this would be a much better match. I think that uh, I think Bray should have kept the belt. No reason to put the belt on Randy Orton at this time. Let Bray have a long run. Let him build as a star. But they just went ahead and they buried him. Any momentum he had. So I'm gonna, I'm curious to see how that they recover from that. Sal said Taker is pushing almost sixty, I believe. Uh, no, Sal, he's fifty-two. He turned fifty-two in March, so not not close to sixty yet. All right, so let's go over WrestleMania. Let's go over the matches. Uh, it's about 5 o'clock. The long, seven hours of wrestling, which I can't complain about. Me and my friends, we get, like I said, we get the heroes, the wings, potato salad, different salads. We don't even drink anymore. We're old men. Drink orange soda. But it's always fun. We, uh, we do it at my friend Nick's house. It's a holiday. It's a tradition. Um, Neville and Austin Aries Cruiserweight Championship match was on pre-show Neville won via pinfall uh, Definitely a good match I think it was on too early I, don't, I, I This I would have put maybe Kicked off the show um, it's a, You're trying to push 205 I would have kept this maybe up a little bit, especially since, you know, it's going to be a good match. But uh, we'll see what happens now with 205 Live. Who's next? The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Again, on the pre-show. Again, I thought this was going to be on the regular WrestleMania. But they've been putting this on the pre-show. Mojo Riley took got the win, which uh, I'm surprised, but not disappointed. 
He got a little help from uh, Gronk. Ron, uh, Gronkowski came out and helped him out a little bit. Definitely got a big pop from the crowd. Uh, I was kind of surprised it was him and Jinder Mahal kind of gave away the ending. You knew Jinder Mahal wasn't going to win that. Um, big Show and Braun Strowman, that I think felt kind of rushed. I would like to... Uh... I actually thought Sami Zayn was going to win this. Uh, I can't be, but I can't be mad at Mojo Riley winning it either. It's time to give him a push, see what he's got. Breaking up the hype, brothers. And here's a here's a match that was also on the pre-show was the Intercontinental Championship match. I don't think any of your major titles should be on a pre-show, especially the Intercontinental Championship. You you want to make this championship mean something? It's not on the pre-show; it's on the main show. Has to be on the main show, not on the kickoff. Or just start WrestleMania an hour earlier. What's the big deal? It's six hours anyway. This match is bad. And the match that I thought that Baron Corbin should have went over and got the belt, Dean Ambrose got the win. It was a lackluster match. Um, the crowd was kind of flat going into it. There wasn't really any energy in it. Um, the IC titles definitely lost his momentum since uh, since the Miz had it. I definitely would have put the the belt on Baron Corbin, give a new guy a chance with it. I'm just sick of Ambrose. I'm not an Ambrose fan. This gimmick is getting tired and old for me. Um. I thought it was time for somebody new to take the IC belt. Do what? Do what Miz kind of did with it. And I think Baron Corbin would be the perfect guy for it. Who knows? He might still get it coming up. Uh, Sal asks if John Cena proposed to Nikki Bella. Is that scripted? I'm going to say yes. Absolutely. I think he's proposed to her already. They were engaged, and they're like, oh, I'm just making a storyline. Then my macho man proposed to his wife. Elizabeth, they were married already. Which I think was a better proposal. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. WrestleMania kicked off uh, the main show with AJ Styles and Shane McMahon. I'm always a fan of Shane O'Mac. I think Shane always uh, delivers on a good match. It's always fun to watch him. He always takes big spots. It's it's crazy. I was telling my friends last night, imagine if he wasn't Vince McMahon's son, just a wrestler. He'd be and he did this full time. He'd be really good. AJ Styles can make I guess he also can make anybody look good in that ring too. He's probably the best wrestler in the world right now. And people think he should have had a bigger high profile match, but again, they delivered on this. Um, one of my fa- I love when Shane McMahon jumps across the ring with the garbage can. That was definitely uh, always good to see. I seen him live in 2000 when he fought Steve Blackman for the hardcore title when he fell up the Titantron. This guy's insane. I enjoyed the match a lot. One of my favorite matches of the night. Definitely a good kickoff match. Followed by 
Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho for the United States Championship. This match I thought was good too. I was kind of I thought going into this. I thought going into this that um, this would be the best match of the night. So maybe I had too much hope on it, but definitely delivered as a great match. These two have so much chemistry in the ring. I'm kind of kind of miss Jericho being around the WWE for a while. Uh, you can kind of see his band, his band Fozzie's going on tour. So he'll be gone for a little bit. I think his last run in WWE's had probably top to the best of his career, close to the best of his career as far as just uh, the matches he's having, entertainment value. Uh, I'm going to be kind of sad not to see Jericho around uh, Monday Night Raw for a while. Hopefully he comes out tonight. I guess this is a consolation prize for Owens dropping the title to Goldberg. They put the United States strap on him. I this is a great match. I thought it was a really good match. Um, I'm just a KO fan. I really am. Kevin Owens is my favorite wrestler right now in the WWE. I like to see watch the big guy do those spots. It was a great story. This was a great send off. Um, if the WWE can put the proper focus on Kevin Owens and the United States Championship, he's going to make one hell of a United States Champion. He'll definitely have a great run. Um, Jericho really didn't do much with the title. He was funny and everything. Reigns did nothing with it. So hopefully this is now KO. We can bring this title up to where it should be. It's a secondary. It's a second. You know, secondary title on Raw, besides the Universal title. So it definitely needs to be uh, brought up to where it's supposed to be. And a title of importance and significance. The Fatal Four Way Elimination Match, the Raw Women's Championship Match. Like I said, I thought I thought Bailey was going to walk out with it, and I'm. Uh, I'm happy to see she did. This this title has flip-flopped so many times. But everybody thought Charlotte was going to win at WrestleMania. And she should, she still might win it in another pay-per-view. But I'm happy to see them stick with the champion. Because then when they get beat, it means that much more. I like how the three of them, Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Charlotte ganged up on Nia Jax. Got her out of there quickly. That'll lead to more of a feud with her. Like when they used to all gang up on Andre to try to get him out. Um, <clears throat> you know, the Queen, Charlotte, she left Banks and Bailey to fight it out. A lot of high risk moves. Um, Bailey eliminated Banks. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, I think Charlotte eliminated Banks. And then Bailey with the pinfall to retain the women's Roman's title. Um, I definitely like this is one of my favorite entrances. Uh, Sasha Banks coming in the car. That that ramp was eighty yards to the ring. That's insane. It's almost a football field to the ring. I thought they were gonna bring back the old the ring carts that they had at WrestleMania three. And uh that was crazy. Though. That was a long, long-ass walk to the ring. But good ent- definitely good entrances all around, I think, this year. And the next match was the surprise of the night. Definitely the surprise of the night was the fatal four-way ladder match 
for the Raw, t- Raw Tag Team Championship. Uh, New Day came out before the match started and said now it's a fatal four-way. It looked like New Day was about to enter this match. They were in their ring gear. They were ready to fight. And just as that happened, the Hardy Boys music hit. And out came the Hardy Boys back in the WWE. I was hearing things on Twitter. I saw things on Twitter and, and other internet sites that the Hardy Boys will be back at WrestleMania. I'm really glad they're back. I'm glad that they won this match, too. The Hardy Boys won the ladder match. They're the new Raw Tag Team Champions. I really wanted Endzone Cast to win, personally, but I I can't be mad with the Hardy Boys being the uh, Raw Tag Team Champions. Jeff did the swanton off the top of the ladder onto Cesaro and Sheamus. Oh, what a crazy, great, crazy spot. I thought this was a great match, though. A lot of uh, memorable moments. I like when Cesaro and Sheamus, they both came out wearing the suit and kilt combo. First time we've seen like that with them as far as like looking like a real tag team. Um, Cass looked good in this match. Sheamus uh, broke kick Jeff Hardy off the ring apron. Enzo More tries to retrieve the tag titles while sitting on Big Cass's shoulders. That was a great spot. And uh, again, I said it, Jeff Hardy breaks two ladders by doing the swanton onto Cesaro and Sheamus. Good match overall. The, um, the moment was definitely bigger than the match with the Hardys being back in the WWE. The return of the Hardys was definitely a great surprise. Um, and that's another case of WWE vaulting past uh, more of the present people said like you know instead of putting the belt on a younger tag team they're not putting it on the Hardys they said the heart you know people said the Hardys didn't need to win to make their mark a Maureen cast could have used the victory for far more I agree with that but it's Wrestlemania Hardys are back have them win now we can have you starting over now have Enzo and Cass battle the Hardys have them take them on I think they can have great matches together I like the club. I, I thought it was time they they were tag team champions. I'm never opposed to a, a title switching hands at a big show like WrestleMania. I think the fans want to see that. The people at home want to see that. Even though I, I wanted the, the, you know, I'll get into the WWE championship to stay. Here's a match that wasn't, it was what it was. It was The Miz and Maurice versus John Cena and Nikki Bella. Miz getting a big pop. Um, people were chanting, Miz is awesome. My favorite part of this is Al Roker coming out and saying, you can call him Chocolate Thunder. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, this was the, this match was everything I thought it would be. I don't think anything, uh, everybody hit their spots, everybody did what they did. But the main thing of this match was, uh, there was a nice little touch, was John Cena proposing to Nikki Bella. Um, they're finally going to get married. I'm sure that'll be another spinoff series. Just WWE printing money. I would have rather, honestly, just seen John Cena versus The Miz. Absolutely would have rather seen that. Here's a... Here's the match I said was the match of the night. Next one was Seth Rollins versus Triple H. Uh, Triple H's ring entrance, once again, 
top. He always has great ring entrance. He came in on a Harley trike custom made, which I said to my friends, I'm like, I want one of those. We all, do, we all decided since we're old men now, we're getting uh, almost 40, we're almost 40 years old, that we, we, we're going to get Harley trikes and we'll go ride those. The Girth Motorcycle Club. Stephanie McMahon came out on the back, and Stephanie looked hot last night. I, uh, a lot of people think Stephanie's hot. I've never been that kind of person, but last night she came out, and she looked really good. Uh, kind of like a little old school, seeing Stephanie in Triple H's corner. That went back to the Attitude Era days. Um... Again, I thought this was the, really the match of the night. Definitely the match of the night. Uh, Triple H, DDT, Rollins on the announce table. That was great. Uh, Rollins uses the backdrop to avoid the pedigree off the top rope. There was a frog. Sp- Rollins hit Triple H with a frog splash off the top rope. There's a sledgehammer was involved. And it ended with Triple H... Inadvertently knocking Stephanie into the table. <clears throat> and Triple H couldn't believe it. Got hit with the pedigree. Match is over. The storytelling in this match was top notch. Um, with Rollins hurting his knee on the f- Sunset Flip power bomb to McMahon... Uh, uh, got You know, McMahon... Stephanie McMahon holding everything together on Raw, uh, waiting for the architect to come back. It was really just a tale of uh, that old school tale of revenge. Revenge on Triple H. You know, we, uh, with the Universal title, Triple H putting Kevin Owens into that position instead of Seth Rollins and turning his back on him. And then the revenge and getting hurt from Samoa Joe and... And Rollins came out on top, and to me, I think Rollins is is the future of this company if he can stay healthy. He could talk, he can cut a, he can cut a promo. The fans love him. Even though I think he's better as a heel, I, I think he's the future of that company. And the match after that, again, I went the best match of the night to me was the worst match of the night. It was Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. Randy Orton won this match. It was not, I don't think it was anything great. The cool things was the the supernatural effects, like the the worms and the cockroaches on the ring mat. It fitted Wyatt's unique character. Um, but Wyatt dropped an underwhelming match. Let the crowd dead. And I think it really undercut Wyatt's momentum going forward. I don't know why the WWE is so, like, you know, insistent on doing this to him. It's almost like they're, you know, cutting his legs out from underneath him as he's going forward. You put the title on him, let him have a run with it. He's a very interesting character. I guess you'll see if he could do it again. He could definitely do it again. We'll see what happens. The next match... Is one that Sal's very happy about. Sal wrote, I'm happy Lesnar won the Universal title. He jobbed to Goldberg too many times. 
To be honest, I'm not happy that either one of these guys had the title or have it now. I think the match that should have been was Kevin Owens versus Jericho for the Universal title. I've been saying that all along. This match is just full of spears and suplexes and jackhammers. And, and Lesnar got the win. He's the Universal Championship. Let's see where we go forward now. If he's even, you know, he's a part-time guy. He's going to be around. You know? We'll see what happens. Is he going to be a, a champion on TV now? Or is he going to be here every couple of months? The end result was fine, I guess. But, you know, Goldberg's run, I guess kind of a little bit of an odd experience. Um, so the company work around his limitations just to give him, you know, one more run with the title. Drew money, though. People wanted to see it. In the end, that's the only thing that cares. <coughs> AJ says, uh, thank you, Taker. But all those people who end uh, end the career, why Reigns? Very simple. Um, that's who Vince wants to be the next guy. He, he's going to get all those opportunities. Whether people think he deserves them or not, that's Vince's guy. Vince thinks Roman Reigns is the face of this company. And uh, my friend Nick had the had, you know, I said a couple weeks ago, let's turn him heel now. He's going to have a ton of heat on him. He ended the Undertaker's career. He should come out and, and go with that. And challenge Brock for the, for the Universal Championship. And at the next pay-per-view, have Heyman turn on Brock. So Reigns wins, and have Reigns just be this big shit heel. Not even talk anymore. Have Heyman do the talking. You know, you guys turned your back on him. He, from day one, he's done nothing but try to please you fans. You know, AJ says, uh, Vince needs to stop pushing him or just get in the box and die already. <laughs> I don't feel that strongly, but um, he's got to stop pushing him. And I think the best way for him to get over, I always say it, you turn him heel. Once he's hated, then people will start coming around because he'll be, be the cool thing. It's always cool to like the bad thing. <clears throat> it's always cool to like the bad thing. I'm surprised they had that match on before the women's six-pack challenge for SmackDown, which was the, a, just an awful match. God awful match. I'm happy to see Naomi get the title back. She was hurt. She, you know, I don't think she should have lost it to begin with. But this match is just ugh. It was definitely rushed. I guess it was just a time crunch. Got to finish it before midnight. But this match is horrible. This should have been on the pre-show maybe. And then we got the last match of the night. Undertaker versus Roman Reigns, no holds barred. Jim Ross back on commentary. By God! By God! Which I actually saw today that Jim, uh, Jim Ross signed um, a two-year deal with WWE. Do a couple different things with them. I'll announce some matches. I'll be backstage. 
Uh, Dave Gilligan says, is Undertaker really retiring? Was that just his last WrestleMania match? No, he's... Um, he's retiring. That's He's done. That was the whole significant of him leaving everything in the ring, the middle of the ring. That's where he always left it. Uh, Sal says, then his wife passed away. Jim Russ's wife passed away less than a month ago. Yeah. Uh, AJ says, either way, Mojo winning the Andre Battle Royal and the return of the Hardys was gold. I definitely agree. Um, a lot of people are saying that the Hardys shouldn't have won AJ, that they should have had Enzo and Cass win. They could have done more, but I think having him back, having them back is good for the, the Raw brand, good for the tag team titles, and it's better for the next team they, they drop the belts to. AJ also asks, how vicious is Neville? Dude can wrestle. I'm never. I'm not a Neville fan. He looks too much like one of the Lord of Ring hobbits. I can't get into it. I'm stupid and childish, but I, I can't get into it. But he is definitely better suited as the heel than he was when he was that dumb superhero character. Neville has definitely taken this role and ran with it, and he himself is making him that unstoppable force on 205 Live. Absolutely. <coughs> Excuse me while I take a drink. Out of my John Cena collector cup. So we're back to this match. Uh, my friend, a friend of mine did not like this match at all because he felt that Roman Reigns did not show the Undertaker respect. And he was too vicious with him, calling him out. And I reminded him that it was scripted that way. <laughs> Dumbass. The Undertaker will always do what's right for, for, right for the company. And he had tried to help Roman go over here, and I think it did. And I, I really do hope this is the first signs of Reigns turning heel. He had more of a heel persona in this match as far as goading the Undertaker. Uh, the Jason Rosser, he could treat him like a bitch. Again, Jay, it was scripted that way. He's telling a story. Um, Sal said he heard that Roman Reigns was crying after he defeated him. I, you know what? All this knocking on Roman Reigns, the guy, is his family's been in this business for a long time. I, Roman has a lot of respect for this business. I like Roman Reigns. I really, I really do. I really do like Roman Reigns. I'm a fan of him in the ring. I just don't like him being pushed down my throat as the next guy. Anyone but you, Roman. I could, I could, you know, if he was crying backstage, it's definitely an emotional moment. Shawn Michaels was crying after he retired uh, Ric Flair. And to be the guy, you know, just f take out the whole everybody hates Roman Reigns thing. To be the guy that retired The Undertaker, that's Undertaker's last match, that's a big honor. That's a really big honor. And none of this would have happened without The Undertaker's okay. So if The Undertaker is okay with this, we should all be okay with it, too. Anything that happened in that match last night, The Undertaker okayed and gave his blessing and helped build that next superstar. So I definitely, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with that match. Um. 
AJ said Broken Heart Broken Hardys are currently the best tag team in the world. They have multiple titles. Enzo and Cass don't hold a candle. I agree. Again, I agree. I don't think this is a case of old coming in and holding down new. That's what I think happened in the WWE Championship match of Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. The the thing that was bad about the Undertaker Roman Reigns is Undertaker just you know his uh, his physical condition. If he does need surgeries, it's definitely showing. Um, but it showed during the match that you know Undertaker continued to rise no matter what came at him. So what you're seeing is you're seeing an onslaught uh, of Roman Reigns just finally overcoming the Undertaker. And it was definitely a great moment after the match was over. Undertaker laid there for a little while, sat up, took his gloves off, his jacket and hat, left it in the ring, and left um, left behind a big legacy. Uh, let's see here. Jason says, yeah, I know it was script, and yes, I know Taker gives his blessing but it should have been a closer match and not been beaten like a redheaded stepchild. Again, he wa- it wasn't. He the, the story was that that he was going to give everything he had and Taker was going to keep coming back. Um Nick says what's left what's next for AJ Styles? Very interesting. This is why this is also my favorite time of year. Now the shows after WrestleMania. Where do we go forward from here? But I just wanted to touch also on the Hall of Fame before we get into Raw and SmackDown. The Hall of Fame was on Friday before WrestleMania. It's awesome to see DDP get into the Hall of Fame. Gave a great speech. It really was a, a great and great class. Definitely was a great class. You had um, DDP, Beth Phoenix, Teddy Long. Rock and Roll Express, which was great seeing Jim Cornette back again on WWE TV. And again, he didn't do anything. He was very professional, as always. Kurt Angle. Great Hall of Fame class. I want to see one more match from Kurt Angle, at least. Hopefully, we'll see him wrestle a couple of matches. I'm hearing that he might be the GM of Raw now that Foley's out. We'll see what happens. Uh, DDP has mentioned mentioned Dusty Rhodes, uh, the entire speech. Yeah, he um, Dusty Rhodes has mentored a lot of guys. A lot of guys, <coughs> excuse me. A lot of guys have Dusty Rhodes to thank for their career. Especially the guys in NXT, he was a big believer in NXT. Uh, Beth Phoenix thanked Owen Hart a lot and Natalia and her family. And uh, it was good to see them get the applause that they deserve. And China as well from Beth Phoenix. Thank China. Definitely Owen and China definitely deserve members of the WWE Hall of Fame. And a lot of that has to do with the families wanting them to go in. And but I think eventually they'll they'll all be in. You know, it's definitely deserving of it. Yeah, Sal says you can definitely tell how much you meant to him. Dusty meant a lot to a lot of people in that in that in the wrestling world. And, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons I, I did Dusty Rhodes this year. Um, be, I was always a Dusty Rhodes fan. 
not so much, you know, as a kid, I really didn't know too much about him. As I got older and, and you see more tapes and you see more matches, guy was one of the greatest of all time. And uh, very entertaining. Always could tell a story. You watch some of his interviews. I watched some shoot interviews with Dusty Rhodes. Very entertaining guy. And backstage, you had a big, uh, big bad stage presence in NXT, and a lot of a lot of the young people today in WWE thank Dusty Rhodes as well. So um, glad to see that he got his due on the Hall of Fame speech. And now moving forward with Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, where does this go now? Where do we move forward? Do we? Is there a draft? Is there? Are we gonna? Sw- I'm sure there'll be some kind of switching of people from both shows. There'll be call-ups from NXT. I'm curious to see what happens. I think you'll see Finn Balor tonight back on Raw, and you'll probably see a title change hands somewhere in either SmackDown or Raw. You'll definitely see a title change hands in one of those matches in one of those shows. But I'm just looking forward to it. It's, it's definitely it's a, it's a good time of year. Everything starts new again. Storylines for the next pay-per-views and moving forward now. Now, SummerSlam's the next real big pay-per-view. That's what everything builds for now is towards SummerSlam. So we're a few months. We're, let's see, it's April. We're four months away from SummerSlam. I would definitely build towards Reigns and Lesnar for SummerSlam. That's what's going to happen. And in that time, I think you, 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 you turn Roman heel. Turn him heel. But that's probably what's going to start happening now is Roman Reigns is going to be that guy. That's it. He took out The Undertaker. He's going to come out tonight. He's going to say it. But we'll see what happens tonight on on Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. As far as moving forward with how WWE is going to go, who's going to replace Mick Foley as Raw GM. I heard it's Kurt Angle. We'll see. I'm looking forward to seeing the Hardy Boys tonight on Monday Night Raw. Maybe they'll. Uh, hope they. I hope they're not going to drop the title back. Right. I like to see them have it for a little while. But we'll see. I think definitely between tonight and tomorrow. I mean, there's going to be a title change. There usually is. And we'll see what surprises we have. And we'll talk about it next week. I want to thank everybody for watching on Facebook. Everybody for listening at home on your devices. This has been I Select Wrestling Podcast. I'm Anthony DiDomenico. And we'll catch you next week for what happened in the week of wrestling. Have a good one, folks. Later.